When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm not sure if I should be reading this so close to the witching hour, so close to my kids, or even in my own home. But at the same time, it's been on my mind so much, it's like, I just have to. It's a long story, so I'm sorry, because the story has a prologue. When I was 10 years old, I had a very vivid dream. In my dream, I had woken up because the ground under me was shaking. I opened my eyes, and I realized I wasn't in my bed whatsoever. I was in a moving vehicle. There was screaming, but it wasn't coming for me. Confused, I looked around, but couldn't move my head. Something was around my neck. Suddenly, an arm shot above me. A blue sleeve. A male voice asking me something I couldn't understand. But then I did. Can you hear me? What's your name? I woke up to the sound of my alarm. Time for the first day of school. In my excitement, I shrugged off the dream and forgot about it completely by the time I was on the bus. A few weeks later, after my 11th birthday, I had stayed home from school because... I was so sick. I had started my very first period and I was just so woozy. My mom came home from work to find me on the couch watching Arthur. As she said something along the lines of, I have to go to the next town over. Come with me. A weird sinking feeling in my gut told me it wouldn't end well. But then she said, We'll grab McDonald's. So off I went in my jammies to find my shoes. Within the next 15 minutes, we were on the way, heading north into town. We saw the cars racing on the other side, weaving in between cars, going south, coming towards us. I remember them quite well. A yellow Camaro, a red Mustang GT. The idiots decided to turn quickly at the intersection when our light was still green. My mom stepped on the brakes, but it was too late. Everything went black. I opened my eyes to feel the earth under me rattling, to hear the screams I had heard only a few weeks ago. I saw the arm shoot over my head, blue sleeve, reaching for an IV bag. I heard the, hey, can you hear me? What's your name? It hit me all at once. I was in an ambulance. I spent the next eight weeks at the hospital. Since then... I've never been the same. The summer I was going to turn 14, we did our annual trip to Mexico. But this year, my brother would stay behind because he had football and marching practice to attend all summer. So, mother and I went alone. 
The main house on my grandparents' ranch was huge. Seven bedrooms, two bathrooms, two living rooms, a huge kitchen and dining area, the washroom, and then a guest house towards the back of it. The first two bedrooms were on either side of the foyer as soon as you entered the house. I usually stayed on the left room with the two beds with my brother, but since he stayed behind, this year I stayed in the right one with just one bed. My mom would be staying in my grandparents' room and my grandpa would be in the guest house. My unmarried uncle stayed in the room by the second living room beside the kitchen. The next weeks went by, normally. I would hang out with my cousins, riding horses along the trails, helping on the farm, and, and afterwards they'd come over to the main house and we'd laugh and help my abuelita cook and make the meals for my grandpa and uncles. Every night was like a family feast. Can you spend the night again? I asked my cousins. No, we have to go to mass in the morning. I frowned at their answer. But maybe you can spend the night and we'll drop you off on our way to church, they suggested. Thinking it was a bright idea, I asked my mom. She said no. And my rebellious self went into, they always spend the night and I never get to. It's unfair. They literally live right down the road. Why can't I spend the night with them? This is so stupid. I hate you. I had screamed at her in front of the whole family, but I didn't care. I marched to my bedroom, slammed the door closed and laid on the bed. Between being exhausted from working on the farm, the heat of the summer, and the only air coming in through was, well, through the window. I watched the breeze blow through, slightly moving the curtains back and forth, swaying side to side. I awoke to the sound of my door opening and closing. The sound of cowboy boots walking on the tile flooring, spurs softly jingling. I heard the sound of the springs of the bed and felt it sink under the weight of someone. Then, it was dead silence. No chirping of crickets. No farm noises. Through the light of the moon entering the room, I saw the silhouette of a man sitting there, on the edge of my bed, elbows on his knees. He wore a cowboy hat and a trench coat. How odd. A trench coat in the middle of July? Well, it wasn't necessarily cool right now. In fact, it was cold. Thinking it was one of my uncles coming in to talk to me about the argument I had had with my mother, I sat up on, the, on my elbows. Hey, tío, I said, greeting my uncle. ¿Qué pasó? What's up? That's when the smell really hit me. It wasn't the smell of the farm. It was something else entirely. A dead animal, maybe. The bed squeaked under his weight as he leaned closer to me slowly. And that's when I really saw him. Not any of my uncles, but someone else. Someone dead. Decaying. Lips stuck to his rotten teeth. He whispered, his hot, putrid breath over my face. I screamed, loud, louder than I have ever screamed in my entire life. I sprang out of bed, 
turned on the light switch, and ran as fast as my legs could carry me to my grandma's room, my mom there right with her. What's wrong? They asked as I jumped in bed between them. Get paso? Grabbing the blankets, begging them to hold me. Just hold me. And they did. It was just a dream. A really bad dream. I sobbed. I spent the rest of the summer sleeping with them in the room. About 11 years later, at my cousin's bonfire, my cousins and I were sitting around it telling ghost stories. And then I told them this one. My cousin Ray just stared at me the entire time, eyes wide. Then, while we were putting everything up, he came up to me. You remember when I disappeared? He asked. Yeah, you, uh, you ended up at the ranch, I replied. Yeah, I went to, um, detox, he explained. I nodded, smiling. Proud of him for quitting drugs and going to find solace the only place he knew where. He had come back, rehabilitated. Well, I saw him in the same room. But I thought it was because I had been withdrawing, you know? You, you hallucinate sometimes. But, um, but this hallucination wasn't like the rest of them. Because I smelled him too. He said with a look on his face that told me I hadn't dreamt any of it. This episode of A Slut with Morals was written and read by yours truly, your host, Ruby May. If you want to read the story that I posted on Reddit, you can click on the link in the description below. Till next time, my little heathens.